Hey everybody, this is Joe, no longer your dungeon master, but still the producer slash editor slash pseudo host for this show. Um, we are very excited to start Pokemon 5e, and as this is the last episode zero, I just want to hit you with a couple of shouts here and links uh, at the beginning of this episode um, in preparation for our first episode of the show starting up in January, first full campaign adventure episode. I'm super excited for you guys to listen to that. But um, a couple quick shout outs, uh, all the music that you're going to hear in this uh, show and the themes and all that stuff you've heard from Jacob Pretty. He's our music guy. He does amazing work. So shout to him. Another shout out I want to give is to T Catch on Twitter. That's at T E E K E T C H. He did all the uh, art that you'll see, all the character art. If you haven't checked that out already, go onto our Twitter at Y M I A Tavern and uh, check that out. All of our characters are drawn on there. Um, and we'll get the starting Pokemon that we have up there once the show gets going. Um, so two very special people to this uh, season, uh, T-Catch and Jacob Pretty. Thank you guys so much. Um, secondly, I want to direct you all to our Discord. We have a uh, an online chat group. If you've never heard of Discord before, that's basically what it is. You can download the app. Um, there's going to be a link to an invite of our server in the episode description here. Uh, jump on in there. We've got a bunch of people that follow the show. I think we're almost up to a thousand people in there. Um, talk about the episodes, talk about the first season, the second season, what you're looking forward to. There's all sorts of people in there talking up D&D and uh, you meet in a tavern. It's also where you can find links to the system that we're playing, the Pokemon 5e system, uh, rule books and monster manuals uh, for the first five generations of Pokemon. That's all in there. Um, and lastly, uh, besides all our social media, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at YMIA Tavern and all of those places, um, if you want to support the show, even just a, with a dollar a month, uh, get you some perks. You can go on to patreon.com slash YMIA Tavern. We've got a slew of people that really, really help to support us, uh, keep us going. You know, we purchase things like a new uh, video camera and green screen for Jamal. For Patreon users, if you donate $10 or more a month, you get videos of all the episodes, uh, not just the audio, but also all of our shenanigans behind the mic. So um, I think I've talked enough just in this intro, but Patreon, Discord, Twitter, Facebook, if any way you want to connect with us, um, you can. We'll pull out all the links in the episode description. And here we go. Last episode zero starring Brian. Enjoy. Hello there! Welcome to the world of Pokemon! Or should I say, welcome to the world of Pokemon and technology. My name is Spruce. People call me the Pokemon Historian. This world used to be inhabited by creatures called Pokemon. For some people, Pokemon were pets. Others used them for fights. Myself, I study the history of Pokemon's extinction as a profession. First, what is your name? You meet in a tavern? Right! So your name is you meet in a tavern. This is your rival. He has oppressed the people of the world through the forced implementation of advanced technology and military force. Er, what was his name again? Eugene. That's right. I remember now. His name is Eugene. You meet in a tavern. Your very own Pokemon legend is about to unfold. A world of dystopian nightmares, environmental collapse, and species extinction await. Let's go!
everybody, and welcome to episode zero, part three of You Meet in a Tavern Presents Void. I will be the dungeon master, or whatever a Pokemon dungeon master is called. Uh, I'm still waiting, still waiting for Joe uh, to give tell me what that is. Uh, so verdict out is that is on out on that. But I'm here with Brian, formerly known as Carl with a K, uh, but in this campaign will be known as who. I will be playing Mortimer Finch. Mortimer Finch. So uh, we're a week off of when I did the part one and two with Tins and Joe. So I already went into the background of uh, the world, um, kind of the snippet I gave you guys. So everybody should be caught up there. I gave a quick crash course of what a Pokemon actually is for those of you out there who might need that. Uh, Brian, you might be one of them. I was definitely one of them. And that brings us to this moment, character creation. I don't remember all the questions I asked the other two, so we're just going to shoot from the hip here. Brian, Mortimer Finch, tell me about him. What's his demeanor? What does he look like? Where is he from? So Mortimer Finch is from, I don't, let's see, how do they say it in Pokemon? Is it Orberg? Is it like Pittsburgh? Yeah, Orberg. That H is silent? Perfect. All right. So Mortimer Finch is a uh, retired miner from Orberg. Um, He's... You know, about like 6'2". He's kind of scrawny for a miner. But now that he's retired, not as many muscles are required. Uh, He can always kind of still wear his uh, miner outfit throughout the day. Can always be seen with his pickaxe in hand, ready to help out uh, should the need arise. Uh, And he keeps his trusty book with him. He's uh, not the best reader, but he likes to try. Um, just kind of stays busy. There's not a lot of work in Orberg anymore. So wherever there is work to be found, that's where he is. So give me an idea of, uh, how old Mortimer is for the sake of this campaign. So Mortimer is not a hundred percent sure when he, how old he is, but if he had to guess, it would probably be mid to late fifties. Okay. Okay, so uh, Brian, you'll be re- you'll be representing uh, the oldest character in the oh, party. Perfect. Uh, uh, unfortunately, uh, Brian's original idea of a geriatric old man with a uh, walker that <laughs> shot pokeballs—I had to had to snuff that one out before uh, he got too far along in the character. That was creation a brilliant board. idea. It was a, an idea uh, <laughs> for sure. It was definitely an idea. Um, so you kind of went in over like his body, uh, type. How does he comport himself, uh, in the town of Orberg? Uh, how did he retire? Who's he helping? What kind of odd jobs are actually done out there in Orberg? Uh, and I, what I'm alluding to here is how does Orberg look in this dystopian type future, uh, as opposed to what people might be familiar with in the games? Uh, so I have no idea what people are familiar with in the games. However, Orberg now is kind of a rundown, uh, desolate city. There's not a lot of work. Um, you know, you, if somebody offers you a job, you kind of take it. M- luckily for Mortimer, uh, he kind of retired just as things started to get really bad. Um, and so now he mostly goes around and tries to help out the community. He's kind of, he's not the brightest guy, but he's very friendly, very helpful. Uh, and just, you know, kind of wants to make sure that everybody is doing well, doing okay. 
So when you say kind of desolate, am I picturing a shanty town with like canvas tents or am I picturing like an old abandoned like miners town in the wild west, kind of like decrepit buildings kind of made of wood, maybe falling apart, a little sand blasted. Uh, exactly. Okay. Okay. Well, yep. So uh as you know, the other two guys, I kind of uh allowed them to kind of tell me what their home city is like. So uh, I definitely didn't want to short you on that. And I think the fact that you didn't actually know what Orberg actually looks like makes it even better for you to, uh, <laughs> to you know, kind of envision in your mind what right. you'd like for a dystopian future. So that kind of works out. Um, Brian, uh, going to break some news to you here. We're not going to be rolling for our stats this time uh, because Pokemon carry the battles. Um and that's where kind of like the combat related stats come in. I wanted you all to be individually strong outside of combat um, and kind of bring different elements or different strengths to the group. So I kind of locked everybody's abilities and I'm going to send you the scores that you're going to be able to use in the chat right now. And I want you to take a quick look at those um, and kind of read them off. Give me your reaction. How, you, how do you feel about what you got to work with? Uh, those actually are not that bad. I think that will be, um, perfectly, perfectly fine. Those, that's actually pretty good, I think, for if everybody's getting to use this. Yeah, I, I kind of wanted to skew them, uh, a little bit from, like, average to above average without anything, you know, like an 18 or anything like that. Right. Um, giving everybody an, again, an option to really use their proficiencies and whatever skills they're best in outside of combat to really kind of form a cohesive group. So, um, looking at those numbers, they're 10, 11, 13, 14, 15, and 16. Um, where do you thinking for those higher two numbers at 15 and 16? Uh, I think being like a, a former miner, it makes sense for strength and con to be the 15 and the 16 so i'll go with 15 strength 16 con uh i think that just makes the most sense uh for the 14 i think i'm gonna go charisma okay uh being a kind of a friendly friendly character just wanting to help everybody out uh that also makes sense to me oh man 10 11 13 the hard ones um I think I'm going to go the 10 and the 11 will go into uh, intellect, 10 intellect, 11 wisdom, and the 13 for the decks. All right. Um, so certainly not a learned fellow, um, maybe spending his whole life in uh, Orberg. Uh, might have hampered that in some way. Um, interesting, though, you described your character as frail, but his strength and constitution is incredibly high. Am I picturing like a sinewy type skinny man, kind of like, uh, was it uh, Gruff in The Replacements? He's wiry? Yeah, he's very wiry. He's not, uh, he's not like big, muscular, you know, heavyweight lifter strong. He's old man strong. There you go. He's dad strong. That's right. I can feel like you're channeling a lot of you into this uh, into this character, uh, which I'm pretty excited about. I mean, except for the strength part, absolutely. You got you're you're a dad. You got that dad strength. <laughs> it's like it, you can't not have it. It's kind of how that anything goes. Anything under fifty pounds, no problem. <laughs> anything under fifty pounds, <laughs> no problem. Fair enough. Um, so. 
tell us about, you said it carries around his trusty book. Um, can we hear a little bit about what that book is? Um, or is it going to kind of ruin some episode one surprises? I think I want to wait and save it for some episode one stuff. Okay. Um, but it is a it is a book that he always carries with him. Um, it is often seen, he often has it out and is thumbing through the pages. Interesting. Um, so I, I think it is going to make more sense to save it for down the line. Okay. Um, now that we've got your ability scores locked in, um, you know, you're automatically proficient in animal handling uh, because of the Pokemon campaign. What are you looking at to use for your next two? Uh, let's see. My next two, I am going to go, one is going to be athletics, which kind of fits the theme of strength and constitution, dexterity, you know, the whole, the whole bit. Um, and then the other one, I'm going to do medicine. Okay. Interesting. Madison, I like it. Um, I will say this. Tins did uh, choose like a charlatan background, which gave him a couple more uh, skills to pick proficiencies in. Um, we can work that into your background. However, just wanted to give you an idea if you wanted to kind of look at um, what are they called? I think they're called canonic backgrounds or yeah, I, don't know, I took a look at them and none of them really made sense to me for Mortimer Finch. So I don't know. I might just forego them or see if I can find something else in the unofficial handbook that we can work with. Okay, great. Um, last thing I want to ask you, Brian, before we uh, put a pin in this thing, never played Pokemon before, unfamiliar with the world. Um, what's your thoughts on this kind of going in, in the dark? Because you know arguably less than everyone else uh, just because you're not familiar with the world. I mean, I don't think it's arguable. I think I definitely know less than everybody else. Um, but I am extremely excited. Like, I think that I'll be able to play Mortimer Finch in a way that is going to be interesting. Like, he's not going to be the smartest guy, um, but he's going to be overly care very caring, uh, very helpful, um, which might put me at odds with the, what the other guys want to do sometimes. I guess we'll see. Okay. Um, and now that I'm like talking about it and thinking about it, I'm like, God damn it. I'm playing another fucking paladin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but it's fine. It's different. It's different. Um, I, maybe this will be, you know, just kind of an evolution in, uh, huh, see what I did there. Pokemon evolution. I I'm see getting, it. I'm getting this down. Puns um, on puns. I don't know. I'm excited to just see how the story develops, uh, find creative ways to use Pokemon, um, and see how we interact with them in the world, I guess. That's what I'm most excited about. My kind of like personal favorite, and obviously like you're, you're kind of like in the mix as a brand new person. I've never DM, so that's new. Um, Joe is maybe the most uh, versed, not only as DM, but a player, but also he created this content. Uh, right. And then Tins kind of has the reset button onto like a new form of D&D &D as well. So I know we did the one shot, but I, I kind of like the idea that we're sticking to our roots of kind of everybody's just kind of new in this again. And we're all going to be working through it and having a good time uh, based on the, the rules and the context that we're given to do it in. So, uh, Brian, any closing thoughts uh, on yourself, Mortimer Finch, or anything about this campaign before we lock up this episode? Uh, I only have one closing thought, and it's just going to be a small preview. 
I am Mortimer Finch. I like it. A voice. Finally. Not just not just I've, Tug. I finally found my voice. <laughs> I've been practicing it for months. I hope y'all are ready. Uh, Kirk is ready 100%. On behalf of Brian, a.k.a. Mortimer Finch, moving forward, I'm Kirk, your DM, whatever we're going to call that. This is episode zero, part three of You Meet in a Tavern presents Void. Void.